Welcome to the Real Immunity Podcast, where we'll dig deeper into the concepts from the Real Immunity film series. Learn more at realimmunity.org. Okay, welcome to the Real Immunity Podcast, and I'm here today with Kat Toth, and Kat is one of my HP parents, so um, I'm really excited to ask her about how she found HP, uh, what helped her make the decision, how she's using it, what she feels about it now that it's uh, in play and she can see the results, and anything else that she might like to share. So welcome, Kat, and I'm going to turn the time over to you to start sharing. Thank you so much, Scylla. It's an honor to be here and and share my story. Um, Well, to start, I just kind of want to share a little bit about where I am in the program. Um, So I have given seven doses um, to my daughter. I've been in the HP program for about seven months. Um, It's been a lot to learn and um, in a really great way. And I'll share kind of the backstory of how this all kind of came to be. this was in 2017 and I had met a woman um, at a coffee shop. I was waiting for a friend of mine. And while I was waiting there, this woman next to me was sitting there by herself and she was crying and you had this cup of coffee in her hand. And I spoke with her, you know, just asked her what was going on. She told me the story of her son who was three years old, totally normal, you know, doing all the things a normal three-year-old does. She had given him, you know, a few different vaccines from a doctor and um, he quit speaking and it had been a year and she was bringing him to a speech therapist uh, nearby. And so she was at the coffee shop, just kind of waiting for his appointment to end. And, you know, it was at this time that this was the first time I had ever questioned, you know, any type of different um, approach um, towards vaccines or anything like that. And it was the first time I ever crossed paths with like a real person, you know, that had been affected um, by anything like this. And it just, it shocked me a little bit. So, you know, fast forward, um, you know, I got pregnant in 2019. So it was about two years later after I met this woman and I you know, chose to do a home birth. Um, I worked with two midwives and I had a doula and my husband was so supportive of that. And so that was kind of the beginning of our, our journey to um, learning a lot of different things, you know, about how to bring a baby into this world and the different options of taking care of a baby. Um, so, you know, we had the, our daughter in August, 2020. Um, I knew I didn't want to vaccinate her right away. Okay, but I wasn't fully on board of just, you know, never giving her a vaccine, Um, but I was I didn't really know my options. So I started to really research and I started to ask a lot of people, a lot of different moms, you know, what have you done for your child? And really the answer I kept getting is that, you know, I waited to vaccinate and then I, you know, would give come up with kind of my own schedule and work with my doctor of what worked for us. And, you know, kind of creating like um you know, what do they call it? Like a spaced out schedule. And so I kind of thought, all right, you know, that seems like what I'll do. And I just didn't feel right about giving her a vaccine. You know, they would say, here's the schedule and here's what's due, but I just, I couldn't do it. I'm not sure. There's just something in me that just really kept saying, 
you know, there has to be another option here. Right. And I kept thinking about that woman at this coffee shop. And to this day, I wish I got her, her name and information, you know, but I just kept thinking about her and I wasn't sure what my options were. And so, you know, a little time went on. I never gave my daughter any, any vaccine. And then all of a sudden I swore she got the chicken pox and I was freaking out. You know, she was a little over a year old. Um, I really started to panic about this. I felt like all the things that come about, right. You know, I'm a bad mom. I, you know, should have vaccinated for her for this and, you know, all these different things. And that's when I really started to shift to develop my own plan, um, using, you know, a very popular, like vaccine friendly book. Um, and that's what I did. I wrote out which ones I wanted to get, um, and when I wanted to get it done and I literally had it printed out and even made the doctor appointment. And then my sister, I love her so much. She shared Gaia TV with me and I had never heard of Gaia TV. I had never used it. And I, I turned it on. I logged in. The very first thing I saw was your real immunity documentary. And like I said, I literally had this vaccine plan typed out. Here's what I'm going to do, you know, and this is how I'm moving forward. And I just couldn't stop watching it. And I started to learn all kinds of information. I loved, um, I loved Isaac Bolden in there. You know, I started to look him up and read what he's done in his, his, um, journey to sharing, you know, the HP findings in the world. And, um, I basically, I watched all the episodes and I really sat in silence for a few minutes. And I thought, you know, it took me several weeks to make it through all this, all the episodes. And I really thought, is this real? You know, is this real? Because I know a lot of information, to new moms is so censored in our culture. And I had to sit and just make my own decision, you know, is this real? And I decided this is real. <laughs> you know, I decided wow. this is absolutely real. Let me so interrupt then, you. Let me interrupt you, Kat, oh, because please, I yes. want to say that I love what you're, what you're saying. And it really, the word that I think of is responsibility. You took responsibility. You made it an intention to decide how you were going to approach this, what you were going to do. And the universe kind of brought you some things to help you get in touch with that. And then you, in those moments you stopped after seeing the Real Immunity documentary, you got quiet and went within and accessed your intuition to see what feels right for me, what feels true for me. So just picture perfect. And I really commend you for taking responsibility first and then accessing your intuition. So yeah, thank right. you. Keep going, keep going. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And I, I would like to say something about that. That was a big moment for me because since becoming a mom, it's been challenging to understand and decipher all the information that's marketed to me on a daily basis, you know, about all the products that society says you might need <laughs> um, and things. So it really was a big deal for me. You know, am I going to move forward and trust that um, by giving my daughter the homeoprophylaxis remedies, is this real, you know, when she grows and goes out into the world and I had to decide yes. And I think that was a big thing for me. I'm um, removing any type of fear associated with my child getting sick and understand that if she gets sick, her body knows how to heal and it knows that it's going to be 
more vital going forward, you know, and I need to believe that the same thing is true for my daughter. And I want, you know, I wanted to believe it. So that was really, really, really wonderful. So anyone listening, if you've not watched the Real Immunity documentary series, I would highly recommend to watch it. It's, it's been really instrumental. And another thing I want to share is that I watched the first episode and then I thought I need to get my husband on board with this, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah, like um, we started, you know, administering when my daughter was almost 18 months old. Um, and it's, so we've made it now through seven, seven doses. And so I kind of sat with, you know, what am I seeing here? You know, what, what am I seeing in my daughter? And I, I'd like to kind of start by saying that I think a lot of mothers put their children first. And I, one thing I've really gathered through working through the real, like through the HP program is that I needed to heal myself, right? Like heal the mother and you can heal the child. I've always heard that, but I really feel that by using the HP program, I've been able to remove fear um, and just trust that I am making the right decision. And that's been really big, um, you know, for me, because having my baby, it was very fear-based, especially in August, 2020, you know, there's so much fear everywhere in the world. Um, so this has just been beautiful. So, um, you know, up until this point when she was 18 months old, she'd never received any vaccine or has never had any medication of any kind. Um, beautiful, healthy daughter. And I really try hard not to be biased or compare my child to others. Um, but I always felt that she was a little more vital compared to children of her age. Um, and after I started the HP program, she honestly became like more vital the day after I would start administering. So here's what I noticed. I would give her a remedy and about four hours up to two days, she would become a little more warmer to the touch. She would be slightly cranky, definitely wanted to be held or taking longer naps. And about two days after the dose, she was like a whole new version of herself and some things she would display were, you know, developmental milestones. So after I would administer um, a dose at different, you know, different milestones, she all of a sudden was climbing on different things, you know, and one, one time, um, the last dose I gave her, which was about a month ago, she was talking in about two word increments. So she would say, you know, that's hot or I'm sleepy, things like that. And I gave her um, the dose and the next day, no joke, she started talking in sentences. She would say things like, my pancake is hot, blow on it. You know, cause I always tell her, let's blow on it, cool it down. Or she would literally started to say, her name's Sybil. She would say, Sybil is sleepy, it's time to go to bed. When just right. the day before she would only say, I'm sleepy. You right. know, so those were just Amazing. really, amazing things. Um, and one thing as well is her, her motor skills have improved each time I would administer a dose. So such thing as like, she would fall less, you know, or I would give her a dose and I would notice the next day or two, all of a sudden she's like running really fast and strong. And, um, so like I said, she's kind of just like a whole new version of herself it's just been such a blessing to have found this. It's, it's so encouraging to hear your report because it's very similar to many parents and what they see. And a key uh, component is observation. So, mm -hmm. 
you know, it really enhances a parent's observation of their children and brings them closer in a sense. So what you're describing is not unusual. It's, it's typical. And it also really emphasizes how important it is to observe these things. And um, that's why we, we give you a, a booklet, like a parent's booklet where the schedule is in there and you can make notes so you can see and look back and see, you know, what kinds of things you experienced. So within your experience, has there been anything negative or anything that um, has been difficult for you? Well, nothing negative, um, but I would say something difficult. So it, it's, it's the trust aspect. Okay. So, you know, I, I always have felt that my daughter is super social. And again, it comes down to the observation. She just lights up when she's around other people. And in the past, you know, two, two, two and a half years, our culture has been very divided and separate. And I have proceeded to live my life as um, connected, as staying connected and decided that my daughter needs to be around other humans, especially little ones her age to learn from them um, and be together. And I don't think I'm alone in this, but after you have a play date with someone, maybe you haven't seen them in a long time. And then, you know, the next day that your child has a sniffle or the next day, maybe they're a little warm to the touch or something. It brings up, you know, this fear in me. And in the beginning, when I first started the HP program, I did feel that um, I should have started it earlier you know, I, I wish I would have started the HP program or maybe I wish I would have crossed paths with it when she was a lot younger, because I just felt like I want to cover all of the doses so quickly, you know, like if I could put them all into one vial and give them to her and protect her for all the different um, things that would be beautiful, but it takes time to make it through each dose, you know, for, um, for the body to, to, uh, resonate with everything. And so I do wish I would have started it earlier rather me, than 18 months. Yeah. Let me interject because a lot of parents yeah. have this concern, uh, that they have to rush through the program or mm -hmm. double up on doses. The first dose actually confers protection. As soon as it hits mucous membrane, it, there is protection because it's familiarizing the child with the information, the frequency of the actual virus or bacteria. So the additional doses just allow it to last longer. Um, mm -hmm. But that first dose really does quite a bit. So you don't have to wait to finish the whole program to be protected at all. She's protected yeah. with the first dose. The other thing I would add is that, and, and we bring this out in the Real Immunity series about um, Vi the role viruses play for children, that it really is exercising their immunity. So many of the children in the HP program, what I find is that they may still pick up a virus from preschool or kindergarten or school, but they go through it smoothly in a shorter amount of time than that child who gets stuck and mm -hmm. can't get out of the sinus infection or the ear infection or the cough, whatever it is. And this is this is what we see when children's immune systems are disorganized and dysregulated by bombarding them with eight, 10 diseases at once. Um, 
you see this dysregulation, but with the HP, because it's, it's one disease at a time, if they do pick something up along the way, they move through it fairly quickly in, in a more vibrant way. So that's mm-hmm. probably something you've already seen or will see. Yes. Yes. I have seen that. And that, you know, that, thank you for sharing that. Um, I love speaking with you. It's like your voice is always calming <laughs> because <laughs> I, I do feel that anytime my child has gotten a sickness of some kind, you know, whether her symptoms will start to show as a runny nose or a cough, she does move through them quicker. Um, you know, she does, and she moves through them really smoothly. And um, yeah, it's just, it's just really been a beautiful thing. And, you know, so I think that the only thing, nothing's been very, you know, um, challenging or confusing. It's actually really comforting moving through the HP program because it's, it's non-toxic and I love that. So there's, you know, no chemicals of any kind involved. And, um, that makes me feel really wonderful because, I never have to worry if I give her a dose, I'm actually excited to give her her dose, you know, and she's excited. We have a special spoon that we use and (laughs) it's her little spoon. And she knows, I tell them it's her magic pellets and she's really excited. And, um, and there's also, you know, there's no trauma involved in the administration. You know, when I, I use like my digital calendar and I put a reminder on there, it says, give you know, Sybil, her HP dose today. And I, I get excited. And I think about, you know, if I were in the other realm of, you know, today we need to go get her MMR vaccine, you know, I, I would probably feel even like pretty scared going into that appointment, you know, but it's, so it's just a whole different mindset. Like there's no trauma involved in the administration. There's no you know, there's no needles, there's no crying, there's, it's just like love, actually. Um, I think that's because it's this vibrational medicine, you know, that's so sweet to hear. Yeah. And you've, you've expressed it beautifully. We take the trauma out of it, because it's not, it's not about the war paradigm. We're not fighting anything here. We're familiarizing her system with the frequency, the information of these diseases it's a gentle, loving process that is easy. It's just, it's the way it should be. It's really, it contributes to healing our relationship with microbes in the world, which I believe Mm -hmm. is becoming more and more and more important as we learn about the gut biome, um, all these things that we're learning about the immune system. It's essential that we back away from that paradigm of being at war with disease and learn how to live harmoniously with these microbes because they will find a way. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, it's okay. They, they contribute to our own evolution on many levels. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I love that, you know, when I administer a dose of HP, that she has a response to me giving her the dose. And that was fascinating to me. So, you know, like I said, some of the responses would be like her, she's warmer to the touch or she wants to be held, you know, more, or I am, I'm still nursing her. And so she wants to nurse more, you know, and things like that. So I learned through, um, the, the packet you provided that that's a good thing that, you know, if there's a response that it's working. And so it's just been so lovely to know that if I administer that, you know, it's working, um, are yeah, any I cat 
are any of those responses um, exaggerated enough that they prevent you from going out or doing anything? Because a lot of parents have that fear that they're mm-hmm. going to respond dramatically. And I always try to um, let them know it's, it's very subtle. Some parents don't even see it. Yeah, it's very, very subtle. Um, so no, they don't prevent me from going out or doing anything. Um, I actually, I love giving the dose I found that works for my family. I give it and like before dinner, because, you know, she goes to bed kind of early anyways. And so I know, and, and then I always, the next day build in some extra kind of snuggle time in our calendar, because, you know, I just, I personally want that time to just be present with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like if I had to, you know, it doesn't prevent us from going anywhere or, you know, doing anything. The last dose we administered the, the polio HP, um, remedy, she actually had no, no response. So, you know, and that's possible too. Yeah. Yeah. No worries there. Um, so I actually had that fear the first time as well, you know, cause you know, in the packet, it says all these things could, could be, a, could come about the response. And so I was a little concerned, but no, it's just actually been a beautiful thing. Um, a beautiful thing, administering it. That's good. And you know, what you say about fear is so critical because if we've learned nothing these past few years, we've learned how fear can cripple the immune system, impact our behavior, crowd our thoughts. I mean, fear is devastating and whatever we can do to alleviate that, mitigate that is to our benefit. So it's interesting to hear how you grappled with fear at different levels throughout this process and how you mounted those experiences and move forward. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I do want to just kind of shout out to my husband, Alex. He has been the number one supporter of me moving forward with this, with the HP program and helping me with my fear. Um, Because once I decided, yes, HP is real. I remember talking with my husband on our couch and we we asked each other, do we think this is real? Do we truly believe that this is real? You know, and we did both decided, yes, great. It was like a weight has been lifted. You know, this is the path we're going to go. It felt powerful to know that, that you're there, Scylla, that we always have your support. We can schedule an appointment with you if we ever need to, and always have your support. But then also that there's a, this has been done for, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but 200 years or a little more, right. Um, you know, so just knowing that that was, was real, was amazing and how long it's been going on. And, um, he, my husband, Alex has been very helpful with the fear. And so I wasn't, um, I wasn't fearful to start. I only was fearful. I have been, um, like I said, kind of going and doing different interactions or play dates with other children and then just kind of sometimes feeling like oh maybe she's not protected for whatever you know remedy I may not have given yet and I'll talk to Alex about it and he'll say you know don't worry about it like she'll Mm -hmm. be okay you know her body can heal even if she did contract something and um, so here's that reminder here's what I would add to that because you've been doing this for seven months you have boosted her innate immunity to the extent that even if she hasn't gotten one of the remedies for a specific disease, she's going to be in a better position to mount an immune response or, or um, you know, completely reject 
anything that she comes in contact with because it's not just about protecting about specific diseases. It's really about exercising the immune system and boosting it to the extent that it's more vital, more vibrant, more responsive, and that that's what you're giving her. So Alex oh, is right. Great. Yeah. She's protected against many things above and beyond what you've, what you've used so far. Oh, good. Okay, good. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. And, you know, I might add you, you've never had to reach out for my support, but it is nope. included in the program. You don't need to make an appointment. You can shoot me an email. If something comes up, you don't understand, or you have a question, um, all of that's included with the program for the duration of it. So, but to mm -hmm. be honest, it's not needed very much because once parents get rolling, like yourself, they get it, they like it, it's easy, and they really don't need a lot of handholding in the process. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great, a great reminder. And I'd also like to say that I love that I'm the one administering the doses. And I love that it's kind of, I, I don't know, like in my control, I guess a little bit, you know, I don't have to leave my home. I don't have to like rely on anyone else, you know, for the administration. I have a, a beautiful little kit that I ordered, you know, and I keep it in my really special area. And it's like, I know when it's time for the next dose and it's kind of like built into our family structure. And it's, um, it's actually like an exciting day to administer the HP dose because my husband and I get excited of, well, who is this little girl going to wake up and what's she going to do tomorrow? Because like I said, she reaches these different developmental milestones and it's exciting. You know, there's, it's, it's neat that I get to be the one that provides the administration, which I just love. That's so sweet. Yeah. It's, that's wonderful. And you, you've done such a great job at pointing out so many points that many parents share thoughts, feelings, emotions, responses. You, you've um, verbalized so many of these things beautifully. So I super appreciate you being here today and sharing all of this. Um, and hopefully I can refer people to you if they would like a reference, maybe um, for someone who's already done it. And oh, absolutely. Yes. And I'm good. sure I can learn something from them too, you know? So, yeah. And I just, I, I want to end by saying that you are a professional as well. And mm -hmm. your profession really focuses on a healthy, positive topic. And I want to let you share just a couple minutes, what that is, and then how people can get in touch with you, your, find your website, um, if they're interested. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so yes, my husband and I, we specialize in Kangen water and Kangen water are um, water ionizers from Japan. And for us, it has been very life-changing. Um, this water takes your tap water in your kitchen and it filters it and it essentially zaps it with electricity and it raises the vibration of the water. So this is a, a high frequency water um, that you know helps detoxify the body and keep it pumped full of antioxidants. So it's very um, immune supporting uh, water. So you know we've done this for almost seven years. So we hold um, water classes online once a month. Um, you know, we have an extensive YouTube page um, that teaches people the um, information about it. And it's just been like revolutionary for our health. And it really was the start of our health journey um, towards natural wellness. 
um, was really the, this Kangen water. And so we decided, you know, we had to make this our career and move forward with this in our life. And so we help families move away from, you know, bottled water, um, or just who want like a, a more vibrant, um, drinking water. And it, the results have just been amazing. So our, our website is um, embodywater.com. It's E-M-B-O-D-Y water.com. And there's all kinds of, you know, videos and information on there. That's great. Well, I hope people reach out to you. And again, this has been wonderful to talk with you. And you've done such a great job of really expressing what many, many parents feel and experience. So I thank you, Kat, and look forward to talking with you more in the future. Thank you so much. It's been an honor. Thank you for joining us for part one of this podcast. We're going to segue into part two with Kat's husband, Alex, so that you can hear a father's perspective of HP. I have the absolute pleasure of interviewing Kat Toth's husband, Alex, today. So I thought it'd be great to get a male perspective on what they have experienced with their daughter's homeoprophylaxis. And uh, so Alex graciously agreed to be interviewed. So welcome, Alex. Thank you very much, Stella. Good to be here. Good. So why don't we start by you telling uh, us, tell me, what was your first impression when Kat shared HP with you, homeoprophylaxis? What were your, your thoughts? Well, it's taken, I have a lot of uh, technomedical people in my world, uh, in my family, and uh, I don't know, I've always looked into other ways um, to be healthy. I don't know this um, kind of, uh, I was already open in a way to it uh, because we had both actually watched the Real Immunity documentary together, and it was at a time we were seeking alternatives for vaccination. Had a daughter, okay, we got to face this vaccination schedule and all we found was a delayed vaccination and it still didn't feel right it felt like we were pigeonholed into making a decision this or that so my first impression was i was really glad that there was another option out there right so you weren't hesitant or were I, I was not hesitant i think i was a primed a little bit um because of my separation of the technomedical and the humanistic model of of medical care and what systems are actually serving us and what systems are actually serving the system. And that just, it really aligned with, um, with my morals. Interesting. So say a little more about what systems are serving the system. <laughs> well, I, uh, I, I served in the, the army. And uh, so I have an extreme example of what medical you know, care can be. Mm -hmm. uh, I was given eight vaccinations probably at the same time before basic training. Um, you treat it like cattle in a way. And uh, I was the guinea pig. You know, that's what they do to military uh, personnel is they give you these things and you're the first um, person to react to them. So understanding that I was part of a system that really was using me to gather information to keep others in fear of not getting or going with the system that's that's kind of what i mean it's like kind of a, a system collects information that serves a system to perpetuate um and it just felt like an establishment that was pushing something a little too hard with not enough information i don't really vibe with that it, and it and when you found the information it was like lawyer gobbledygook and Did you even know what you were being given 
no, <laughs> not in the military. Uh, I mean, I even got a, a arsenic uh, vaccination. I don't, uh, your veins would burn when you wow. got it. And so uh, that doesn't even make sense for an arsenic vaccination, but hey, it's what you had to do um, because you were property in the U.S. military. So, right. So uh, you just have to comply. So can, is there written record? Do you have any records of what you received or it was just stand up, get in line, take it? I do. I mean, there was a card that gets filled out um, for those um, vaccinations. Uh, luckily, I was only in for uh, three years, so mm -hmm. uh, I didn't have to go through a lot of those uh, vaccination uh, schedules. But yes, uh, I pretty much got everything that anybody could possibly get. Wow. Did you feel like you had any adverse reactions to any of those? And I was 21 at the time. I don't yeah. I don't think I was in basic training. There was too much going on for me to care um, what that meant. I didn't I didn't have any question. That right. was that was what I was going through. And uh, that's what I had to do to get right. through it. You did what you were asked and you just focused on what was ahead. Sure. Interesting. So when you started using HP with your daughter, Say a little bit about how what you've seen, how that felt for you, just what your experience was. Man, I I really I really loved what happened because as soon as I understood that a fever is a good thing, that it invokes kind of um, a response in the body, our innate ability to to heal or protect itself. Um, it, you're just using a vibration. I mean, immediately after we give it to her, uh, I don't know within the next day or that day. Uh, for the next couple of days, she'd be feverish and a little fussy. Um, and, and actually, we didn't we didn't synchronize the connection at first. Uh, we just thought she was just being fussy. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. We gave her the, the HP uh, dose. And it was amazing. It's not even the like the real virus. And then she, from a vibratory intelligence, she's getting a reaction. And that really synchronized with me. Um, so what I saw was basically she would, after these day or two days, she'd be like a new child in a way. Uh, her motor skills were, they're always advancing very well. But I see she reach, reaches like minor milestones, I know, uh, of some sort. I wouldn't say huge advancements, um, but sometimes, especially speech, her, vo her vocabulary is very excellent. I think we did the um, the polio HP, and she started speaking not in just two two word sentences, more like four or five. So that was, that was like a bigger jump to say, "Hey, there's something to this that's going on that's that that our daughter is is actually synchronizing with and developing out of." Yeah, that's what Kat had mentioned about the the leap in expressive language. So you notice that too. Those subtleties really, I mean, they stand out to both of us. That's interesting. So do you feel like her immune responses were in any way an impediment to doing things, going out, interacting, anything at all? Because a lot of parents have that fear that the immune response is going to rock their boat. I, I don't know if it's... Um... You know, when in military service, you see the worst of humanity sometimes. And like, I just can't move forward with having those fears. I've seen the development. I actually have more. Uh, I have I have less fear. I have more confidence going out uh, in that. Um, I, I don't know. I, I feel less fearful, actually. Interesting. Yeah, because you've seen it and you see how she 
takes a little leap afterwards. So you see that there's no worry associated yeah. with it. And in a lot of our our friends, I mean, full vaccination schedule and stuff. I mean, even my sister, she she's a nurse and she it's like, oh, they sleep really well after vaccination. Like you get to have your own time. Like she was treating it like that's a good thing. And, I, and to me, it just like, that's a really far, that's a far way to fall to like build immunity. I just don't think it should be so extreme. It's, it just feels extreme. Right. It, they could be, there could be red flags after having that sort of an assault on the immune system. Yes. And some, you know, uh, another friend of ours, you know, uh, a flu vaccination when she was pregnant and, you know, um, chances are her, her child became, you know, was born autistic, but there wasn't any indicators and just, it's really, I'm not saying that cause and effect, but it seemed that medical is pushing even vaccinations at a time that's way too sensitive to even have that as an option, especially like a pregnant right. woman. <laughs> it hurts my mind to think that that would be pushed at a person like that. Yeah. And we know from the inserts that there's never been any testing on pregnant populations. So it is completely untested. Wow. So yeah. Yeah. So Alex, what, what would you say to other dads? Let's, let's say a dad approached you and said, Oh, this is a bunch of malarkey. What, you know, <laughs> energy, schmenergy, I, I can't buy this. What, what would you say to a dad in that place? I mean, first you got to keep an open mind. Um, you have to trust that, you know, um, you know, wisdom is, is the illusion of knowledge. It's just this, like, there's always new things coming out, you know, to have that perspective. Um, just trusting one method, the, the vaccination schedule or, you know, my, my neighbor's doing it. It's kind of a bandwagon thing and, and kind of a don't get caught up in like, you have to do this. I mean, even the school systems, they scare you and saying you have to be vaccinated to do this. Like you can't do daycare if you're not vaccinated. I found those are red flags to me to say, maybe this is a good option. Maybe it, this is something that needs to be looked into. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just being in the system before, but I buck against things that are very starkly. This is your only option. Um, and I have talked to other dads about it. Um, some, you know, are very trusting because their parents had some issues, uh, especially my best friend, his, his dad, he said he was saved by a polio vaccination. So I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say your way is not right and my way is right. Um, I think there could be just better ways to think about it. So um, I think it's been around for a while. I think the 200 years is what I remember that it's used in other countries that, um, that really it's been proven time and time again. And then when I heard the 90% efficacy, I just, I just dropped, I, my jaw dropped because vaccinations don't provide near that and they cause more side effects than, than, than good, in my opinion, for most people. Um, so just keep an open mind as first, but understand there's other systems out there that are, they're here to serve us. Um, that's in our nature. I think we've kind of gotten away from what our nature truly is with some of these uh, technomedical pursuits. Right, right. So would you, you yourself, you and Kat be open to other people reaching out to you if they had questions about HP? I'm just wondering, I would certainly ask your permission first, but 
I just anticipate that maybe some people would like to chat with the two of you. Would that be amenable to you? Yeah, I would be really, in, I would be really interested because I went through that process and that process is still going on. We're seven months into it. Each time we administer another um, treatment, it just keeps reinforcing that I'm doing the best thing for my child to help her developmental, um, you know, limitless. You know, I don't want to limit her at all. It's really, I feel that's my job as a parent. So if I can help other parents get closer to that feeling, that would, I would gladly volunteer for that. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's really nice to hear. And, you know, what I love to hear is the parent involvement, you know, the observation, the involvement, how it just brings you closer to your children. It's a very, very different paradigm than dragging your child to a doctor and having to hold them down for something that's ultimately, you know, fear producing. So I think that's really wonderful. And you and Kat formed a business of your own, which is very much directed uh, in a health preserving direction. So why don't you take just a minute or two? I want you to plug your business and, and let people know what, what it is the two of you do together. I use the element of water to improve people's best self. Um, it is, uh, I don't know, it, it is the foundation of any good thing or bad thing you're doing for your body. I find water is kind of a missing component to people's health. Uh, if we're looking at 70% of the puzzle, roughly, everybody quotes the hydration level of bodies differently. But if we're looking at 70% of potentially our health puzzle, if we're if I'm able to hydrate someone better, it is it just exponentially helps everything else they're doing work that much better. So I I pride myself as a resource uh, of sorts and a mentor. Um, I wouldn't say I'm you know uh, the best salesperson out there, but my genuinity and uh, my uh, my character really serve everybody that works with us. Um, there's a lot of people selling these systems out there, but um, very few kind of go to the level of, hey, you, we're going to be together for 15, 20 years. You know, that's that's a purchase that you want to really trust who you're working with and move forward with. So for me, it's pretty altruistic. Yes, it's how I support my family. But um, yeah, water just it's the only thing we really need to drink. <laughs> that's cool. So you left another profession to do this. I, I had uh, my wife left her profession first, but uh I had kind of, um, I don't have a health background per se, but yeah, I, uh, I worked on a farm for uh, four years before this. So I was really tied into with, you know, natural medicine, using the food to replenish even, you know, the grounding is like a big thing now, but it wasn't so big 10 years ago. Right. Um, so moving towards these, getting in touch with your true nature, with nature, with all these elements that serve us best and how bastardized they've gotten right is really just it's kind of you're not trying to build something you're trying to unfold something it's already innate with us we have all these components for our best health and then all this other stuff is piled on top of it so i feel like my job is to simplify all those choices and get us to um back to our origins Nice. Why don't you tell people where they can go, the website they can go to find you? Oh, sure. We're, our, our company is called Embody Water, E-M Body Water. 
and that's embodywater.com. Um, connect with us on there. Uh, we have all our comp- contact information there and uh, we're here to help you. That sounds great. Well, thank you so much, Alex, for taking the time to talk with me. And uh, you know that I'm there for you for support for the HP program going forward. And we'll say goodbye now. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. You can go to realimmunity.org to learn more about health, homeopathy, and homeoprophylaxis, and to watch the Real Immunity film series. Thank you.